Well, well, well. Big news today. We have a casting announcement. Superman Legacy, the movie that James Gunn has penned and will be directing. Well, they found their Superman and Lois, and it was announced today that David Cornsweet and Rachel Brosnahan are your new Lois and Clark, or Clark and Lois, and by the way I announced them, their names and all that. So, who are these people? Well, I'm sure one of them you know very well, but the other one, I'm sure, like myself, a lot of you are not familiar with. But I think this is a monumental announcement, a very fast announcement, too. And it'll be interesting to kind of look at the timeline to see how fast all of this went down and the reasons behind it. And, you know, what is the expectations there? This is a huge, huge role for both. Uh, maybe more so for David, because, uh, you know, Rachel has already made a name for herself. And if you are someone who watches streaming TV, you are very familiar with her line of work. So... Let's break it down a little bit right now. Um, the Hollywood Reporter has a very good and interesting article here that breaks down the announcement and all that. So for those of you who may have not been familiar with this whole process of what's been going down, before the writer strike happened, obviously James Gunn, Peter Safran, they've made several announcements about their lineup for the upcoming DC universe that they're working on, the new DCU. Obviously with movies like Shazam, The Flash, Blue Beetle, and Aquaman coming out this year, a lot of the emphasis was like, well, this is what we're trying to do with what's currently already made and going out there. And this is what we're working on as far as future and the main universe that we're, we're doing and all that. And one of the first announcements was that James Gunn was going to be working on a brand new Superman movie, which is their number one priority at the moment. And it's going to be called Superman Legacy. And he will be directing it. You know, so big task for uh, James Gunn to do for his foray into the DC Universe, which is not his first time. I mean, he directed Suicide Squad, which was brilliantly done. Probably one of the best DCEU movies that came out during the whole Zack Snyder universe, right? So I really, really enjoyed that movie. Probably one of the best. And again, not surprising because we saw what he can do with Guardians of the Galaxy and how well beloved those movies are and how you know well casted they were how well directed everything was the special effects the humor the seriousness a good blend of everything so i'm not so worried and concerned about superman although i will say that it is going to be a very tough task for james gunn for this movie because james gunn is more familiar with ensemble cast ensemble type of movies and putting a lot of focus and emphasis on obscure characters and characters that, you know, you tend to have a lot of issues. So it's going to be really interesting to see him switch to someone who is considered to be perfect, like, you know, Boy Scout perfect. But I liked what he said in a recent interview on a podcast. I, I believe it was, oh, I forget what the name of the podcast was. It's from that guy who played Lex Luthor on a Smallville. And I think he mentioned that, you know, Superman isn't perfect. You know, he does have issues. He is an alien on a planet that doesn't truly 100% accept him. And he's dealing with the fact on how to balance the, the, the two, you know, how to be as human as he can when he's not human. 
right? So there, I'm sure he's going to be exploring a lot of those complexities within that character. And I think that's one of the things that have been plaguing the whole Superman movie franchise for a long time, probably ever since the Christopher Reeve version, because it's kind of hard to uh, make someone who's considered to be like a god interesting and relatable to everybody else. But if you explore more on the human side of things, then I think that's where you know interesting storylines can be formed and more of uh, a relation can be formed with the audience watching. And I think one of the main things that will bring that out is his relationship with Lois Lane. Because Lois Lane is kind of us. She is our representation into the Superman world. And they really tried, you know, to do a lot of that with Henry Cavill and Amy Adams. But I think with the whole Amy Adams thing, they really pushed and rushed the whole romance between the two and not so much of the exploration of humanity and relating to him as a being in the movies under Zack Snyder you know again even though I love Henry Cavill and I think Henry Cavill it was unfair that he wasn't able to really fully explore the Superman character more the Clark Kent character more um, so I'm I'm hoping that we're going to get more of this here and it's going to be really, really interesting. Now, when it comes to the casting itself, again, Rosnahan, it, it, no stranger to uh, acting. You know, she has been around for a minute. She is well known for The Marvelous Miss Maisel. And let me go ahead and pull up the Hollywood uh, Reporter article here so we could quickly take a look at it. But first, let's go into um, David Cornsweet because, again, he is the one that I think a lot of people are going to be like, who? Who is this guy? So Superman Legacy marks a massive career shift for Cornsweet. Uh, not only being number one on the call sheet of a studio film for the first time, but doing so as one of pop culture's most enduring heroes. The actor first broke out in Ryan Murphy uh, series The Politician, which was followed by a starring turn in another Murphy-backed uh, Netflix series, Hollywood. Other credits include HBO series We Own the City and A24 horror sequel Pearl. Up next, there is the Apple series Lady in the Lake, and Twister sequel Twisters. I forgot they're doing a sequel to Twisters. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting stuff. I mean, you know, when they were calling out the, the names of the, con you know, the contenders for the Superman uh, Clark role, you know, we, we were flashed with a whole bunch of possibilities, right? And uh, Nicholas Holt was actually one of them. And I, I've you know, heard a lot of people online mentioning that if you're booking it on looks alone, someone that really kind of portrays the Lois, the, the Clark persona and the Superman persona, David Cornsweet has that look, you know, and I don't disagree. He does have kind of like that nice chiseled chin and he kind of has that like, you know, innocent boy look to him. And, you know, I, I don't know how he would look. I would have to see more images of him and, and see more of his acting to see how he can portray not evilness, but sternness, you know, like, uh, it, don't mess with me. You know, I'm trying to do the right thing here um, because I feel like Superman can have that tendency to be Boy Scout and also strict disciplinarian, right? When it has to be, especially dealing with like Lex Luthor and all the other, you know, villains that he encounters. So I, I hope he has that range and I'll be interested in really curious to see how far he can carry that on. Um, but continuing with the article here, Brosnahan 
is an Emmy and Golden Globe winner for her acclaimed series The Marvelous Miss Maisel. She rose to prominence with House of Cards, which earned her an Emmy nomination. Three actors have previously uh, played Lois Lane on the big screen. Margot Kidder gave a defining performance full of intelligence and spunk in 1978's Superman and its three sequels in which she starred opposite Christopher Reeve. Kate Bosworth played Lois in 2006, Superman Returns, while Amy Adams brought the character to life in Man of Steel and also starred in Dawn of Justice and Justice League. So, you know, when it comes to competition or comparisons to previous Loises, hands down, Margot Kidder was probably the best Lois that we have gotten on screen. However, I also do believe that we haven't really gotten a great representation of Lois the character on screen yet. It was a huge difference there uh, when I'm trying to compare the two. Because you have someone who portrayed a great role in Margot Kidder as far as what she's been given and what she was you know, scripted to do. But if you are familiar with Lois Lane in the comic books, even in the animated shows, like in the cartoons, you know, this Lois is very, very, you know, spunky is not the word. She's very determined and she's very no bullshit type of person. You know, she is very intelligent and she challenges people and all that. And she rushes in head first without thinking and i think that's one of the reasons why superman always has to like you know save her and calm her down because she finds herself in these like you know situations because she's so determined and she is so hell-bent on getting the truth in what she's reporting or finding out and investigating certain things so you know she finds herself in the mix quite a bit and i feel like brosnahan could be that perfect embodiment of the lowest that we haven't gotten yet on the big screen there um kate bosworth was kind of like a you know a throwaway type of role there even though i loved brandon Routh's portrayal of superman albeit it was more of an homage to christopher reeve um and like i said amy adams you know she, we we got some of that assertiveness um, but they rushed too much into the, the romance between her and Superman there. So uh, I think I'm, I'm if, out of the, the casting, I'm extremely, extremely excited and more positive about the Brosnahan casting than I am with the David Cornsworth. But I could be totally you know swayed differently once I see more of him, once I see what he is capable of. But at the same time, too, I have full trust and faith in James Gunn because let's face it, his casting choices in the past have been you know, questionable, of course. But look what he's been able to do with those characters. And he's made these characters beloved characters. Peacemaker. No one should be loving Peacemaker as much as most of us do now. But he made that character, you know, lovable, you know, relatable and entertaining. You know, when he was this bad dude in Suicide Squad, you know, we were meant to hate him and then quickly turned around with the TV show Peacemaker, you know, and then also we love this guy out of nowhere. So, you know, Gunn has that ability to do that. So I'm very curious and very exciting to see what's going to come out of this. Now, the timing of it all, too, it does feel like a lot of this was extremely rushed. You know, ever since we heard that, OK, they're going to Gunn has finished the script in time before the writer's strike. So that's in, that's in the books. So now rushing to find who their Superman's going to be, who their Lois is going to be. Within a matter of weeks, we start hearing about these possibilities. We got names being thrown out there. You know, whether it was actual actors and actresses that were testing or if it was 
their agents putting their name out there, you know, trying in hopes to get them in the door or whatever the case is. You know, James Gunn even mentioned that in that podcast where, you know, it's kind of unfair that the media and how everything gets twisted, even though there's a lot of false reports out there and all that. Only he knows what's the truth. And he just, you know, begs the audience and the, the general populace to be patient. We're working on it, you know. And, you know, if you are on Twitter, you see everyone, well, what's the announcement? What, you know, where do we stand? All this kind of stuff, all that pressure and everything. And the 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 swiftness of this casting and the announcement of the casting is not due to that pressure. Personally, I do think it's because we are on the verge of another strike, and that is a uh, SAG strike, you know, an actor strike. They are on the verge of going on their own strike right now. So if that does come into fruition, then no casting can be done. No screen tests, no auditions can be had, no promotions of anything can be done by any of the actors out there. That's another reason why they're also pushing a lot of these you know, press junkets and promotions for upcoming movies that are slated for July, August, and for the rest of the summer. In some, even for the rest of the year, because if they don't get this press out of the way now and the strike happens, then say goodbye to any kind of promotion for anything for at least a month or two, right? Um, and that's also another reason why San Diego Comic-Con, we had that announcement that Marvel's not going to be uh, doing a Hall H there. HBO's not doing a Hall H. Netflix is not doing a Hall H because what do what are they known for in their Hall H presentations? And it's bringing out the cast of this, making a cast announcement for that, you know? Um, you know, we, everyone was hoping we were going to get, well, this is your new Fantastic Four, and out comes, you know, whoever, and here here they are, and this is your new Batman, and da-da-da-da. I'm sure this announcement would have played brilliantly at San Diego Comic-Con, you know? And here is your new Superman and Lois. Bam! You know, but... I think there are fears that they're not going to be able to get in, to go ahead and do that. So hence why it seemed like this was such a quick thing to do and to make this announcement right away because they have every right to have gone through all this process and not have made an announcement at all. They could tease us. They can say like, you know, yeah, after the successful test screenings that we had over the weekend, which they did this past weekend, it was reported that six actors tested together in, in situations and all that to kind of get chemistry down right and James Gunn was there monitoring everything Peter Safran all that kind of stuff like that and they could have said yeah we liked what we saw from some people you know and uh, we'll make an announcement soon you know be very coy about it and then just like keep it you know tight to the vest until San Diego Comic Con and all that but I, that's one of the reasons why I think everything was rushed then there it is. Now people can shut up and calm down about it. And now everyone can speculate on how terrible David Cornsweet's going to be. Um, I have not seen any negative stuff about Rachel Brosnahan because she is very loved out there, especially because of uh, Miss Maisel, which I haven't seen yet. So maybe now I should watch this to kind of get an idea of what's going on. But, uh, but yeah, that's your cast. That's your new Lois and Clark there. So uh, let me know your thoughts in the comments. Like, are you happy with this casting? Are you a little bit more familiar with David Cornsweet than I am? Um, what are your thoughts on Rachel Brosnahan? And do you think they went the, the best route here? Do you think they made a great choice? Nicholas Holt. Now, I know a lot of people were really hoping for Nicholas Holt to be cast. I mean, I, I'm sure he would have been a brilliant Superman. Um, I don't have an opinion either way. 
Um, I know some people were pretty adamant that they didn't want him to be that and maybe possibly be Lex Luthor. Like maybe I can see him do that because he does, he can ride that line between um, lunacy and you know, maniacal genius. You know, we've seen him do roles kind of similar to that. So I think that would be pretty interesting casting. And it, it won't be surprising if, um, you know, if someone didn't make it to become Superman, but then you know what? We think you'll be a better fit for this. We've seen that happen many times. So maybe that could happen too. And I'm pretty sure that's going to be the next big announcement coming from the DC camp under Warner Brothers Discovery as to who's going to be the Lex Luthor, right? Who's going to be the villain to Superman? in Superman Legacy. But yeah, let me know all your thoughts in the comments below about what you think about this casting news and all that. Are you excited? Are you maybe not excited? Does this not change your feeling about the DC right now? You know, maybe you need to see more and get convinced as to why you should be excited. Totally understand why that is. Let me know all your thoughts in the comments below. But yes, thank you so much for watching and tuning in. I'm excited. You know, I'm excited. I'm always looking forward to change and seeing what a new regime can do. I think we're all burnt out and tired from the Zack Snyder stuff. So let's see what, what, what Gunn and Safran can do. So yeah, so thank you again so much for watching. If you haven't done so yet and you want to see more of this type of content, don't forget, hit that like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell so they get notified every time a new video is posted. And again, you can show your support in many different ways. Follow us also on podcast platforms where you could find the Loki Geek channel there and you could find episodes of the Movie Time Movie Review Podcast I do with my buddy Blake and the Talking Talk Pop Culture News of the Moment Podcast that this is going to be a part of. So, you know, show your support by following and downloading the episodes off of there. And Again, if you are in a further position to want to help support this channel even more, then check out the affiliates that we have listed in the description description below. We have a lot of options for you to possibly partake in, get something nice for yourself or for a loved one. And by participating, you will be helping support this channel at no additional cost to you. And I am always very thankful for all, any kind of love and support you could throw our way here. So until next time, stay cool, stay classy, stay safe. Catch you all in the next one. All right. Peace out, everyone.